you're gonna need a blanket and suntan lotion, cause you're never gonna get off that beach. Just the way you never got into the NHL, you jackass. Hello and welcome to Back in My Day podcast. My name is Michael R. Power, and today I have the power. <laughs> Dave, that's where you put in the He-Man audio. <laughs> because our host, David Petrangelo, is uh, not here today. So I will be hosting. Uh, today, we will be looking back 25 years in the past to 1996 and going over our uh, favorite movies. So it's list episodes, something we like to do on this podcast. And I'm joined by three guests. Ian Walter. Wife Power. And Rich Novel. All right, guys. Welcome back to this uh, hostless, aimless episode. <laughs> We're in the twilight zone. Pumped to be here. You know, it's... Uh... It's going to be a list episode when we got Michael R. Power hosting. Yes, yeah. I love my lists. Uh, Ian, this is something you've wanted to do for a while because uh, we did 95 last year with the 25th anniversary of 1995 and 1996, also a banger of a year for, for movies. So felt fitting that we would do this at some point. So it's a good opportunity to get it done. And that's, that's right. What we're, what we're going to do is we're going to go down our list um, five to one. We should make it five movies. Uh, in whatever order you like, I did rank mine from like my favorite to my least favorite, but whatever, whatever you, whatever you did is fine. And uh, we'll start with Ian with his number five. All right, sweet. So yeah, this is sort of to piggyback off our uh, throwback summer movie wager episode where we're talking about 96 films, but we're expanding it out to the entire year because it was a blockbuster year mm-hmm. and it was really hard to narrow it down to five. I, if I hadn't sort of already made a list in the past, I think I would have really struggled. Number five for me, Happy Gilmore. Oh, good choice. Yeah, Adam Sandler classic, arguably one of his best movies ever made, um, and definitely for our time one of the best comedies out for sure. Bob Barker uh, still quoted to this day, <laughs> um, and you know one of the greatest villains, Shooter McGavin. You know, Shooter. Yeah, and the fact that it played endlessly on TV when we were all kids—that's yep. that's what cements that. All right, so I think you'll see that movie probably pop up again. Um, all right, Wife Power, what's your number five? So my number five is probably one of the first horror movies I've ever actually seen, and that's Scream. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. What did you say? I want to know who I'm talking to. That's not what you said. What do you think I said? What? Look, I gotta go. Wait, I thought we were gonna go out. Uh, nah, I don't think so. Don't hang up on me. Yeah, and it's, been, it's actually been a really long time since I've watched it, so I, I rented it and I watched it last night. Um, and it That's still amazing. Holds up. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's a creepy movie. Um, and it's even like the nostalgia of like the back of my day, like they make a lot of... Um, and I kind of forgot this aspect of it, but they make a lot of like horror movie references. Like Jamie Kennedy's character keeps going on about how 
like the components of a horror movie and it's like if you did this like you're the next person to die and then it's it actually happens in the movie that way so it's like the movie is unfolding with all the horror movie like tropes but they're kind of like poking fun of it at the same time it was a good movie it's It's really meta it's really meta in that sense i know that i know ian feels about this movie and so i feel like we'll we'll, we'll be talking about this movie a bit more but uh that's yeah i think we'll take a little dive into it (laughs) yeah that's a good choice and uh, did you rent it from blockbuster or i'll be right back (laughs) for the authentic experience yeah we drove (laughs) to the last blockbuster that exists right on in uh, alaska in alaska good for you i'm so glad i'm I'm gonna say i'm gonna pay the fine because there's no way i'm returning this All right, Rich, what was your, uh, what is your number five movie of 1996? Well, yeah, like you guys were saying, there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, some memorable ones that uh, I kind of remember when I was kind of growing up. Uh, I guess my number five, I'm going to pick uh, The Ghost oh. in the Darkness. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that movie, but uh, Val Kilmore was in it. And uh, yeah, it was just about a, a lion. They're in Africa and a lion was just like this incredible, crazy lion. And they were always trying to fight it off against this village. But uh, when growing up, I was uh, just kind of intrigued by it for some reason. But yeah, anyway, yeah, if you, if you don't know what, it, look it up. Uh, it's uh, got a little bit of a star sort of cast, um, which is kind of cool. Um, it's a great choice, Rich. That is a cool Definitely. choice. That's thank a very, you, thank more you. under yes. the radar type. Movie. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Do we so. wish the world to think that the builders of the British Empire are afraid because of a few minor difficulties with the local wildlife? Are you sure this was a lion? I'm going to locate Remington. I assume you've heard of him. Already! And you see a problem with that? Actually, no. Let's go after them. Anyway. Oh, good choice. All right. All right. Ghost so, in the Darkness is an epic movie. I got to watch it. I've never seen it. So you've introduced, introduced me to it. I've heard of it. It's <laughs> underrated for sure. And it's one of Val Kilmer's better movies. But it is rated R. Yeah. So it is rated. All right. I'm well, old my... enough now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say unrated. <laughs> my, uh, speaking of rated R movies, my number five movie has got to be one of the first rated R movies I've ever seen. That's why it sticks with me so much, I think, to this day. But that's From Dusk Till Dawn. That's my number Ooh, five. Buddy, that's uh, on my list too. <laughs> yeah, that's just a great movie. Like, probably, like just when I, the time when I watched it with my friends and in my friend's basement and his older brother's VHS copy and uh, just being like a 13 year old or whatever, or 12 year old and watching this movie, it's just got everything a 12 year old boy wants in a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's still, well, it's, it's still good. So it's the epic team up between uh, Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. So. Yeah, man. One of the best vamp- vampire movies. And George Clooney is in there too. And... Badass George Clooney, which we don't get to see enough of. In, in no. no. I will say um, that movie is on my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why it is one of my favorite movies of the year, but I just put it on my honorable mentions because it wasn't a movie I watched in 1996. It was a movie mm. that became more of a favorite for me later in life. So I, but that's definitely yeah, a top of, of the list yeah. for that year for me all, too. We all like that movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I believe it was a rental, and I believe I watched it for the first time in Powers Basement. So, wow. <laughs> all right. yeah, maybe. So, um, what's I, your number four then? Yeah. Uh, well, I I wished I was hoping we were doing a top ten because my mm. ten would have been Dust Till Dawn, my mm. nine would have been Ghost in the Darkness. So there you go. We're on track. Honorable <laughs> mentions. We're on, we're on track. But uh, number four, I have a feeling this is up several times. Twelve Monkeys. 
Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Epic sci-fi mind bender. Uh, and and because I anticipate we'll be talking about this movie, the only thing I will say is I remember watching it on DVD, and there there was a featurette with the director or the writer was talking about it, and this guy was there was something funny going on with this guy because he kept saying I just I, I don't know I was just obsessed with amniotic sacs, and when he kept saying <laughs> that over and over, I was like, oh, it makes sense now. <laughs> Why the movie is so weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All I'll right, uh, good pick, good pick, Ian. Uh, Wife Power, what's your number four? So I will be shocked if this appears on anyone else's um, list, but my number four is One Fine Day. You must be. You don't forget to call Melanie Parker. Thunderline three times. Wait, 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 wait. There's this guy who has not only ruined my day, but Sammy's as well. Your mom hates your dad. So, my dad hates your mom. I was obsessed with this movie when I was a kid. It's a romantic comedy between George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, and it's just a hilarious ad- kind of like day adventure of these two single parents. Um constantly intertwining throughout the day as they take care of their kids um i mean it was just i i just loved it so one fine ner- george clooney's second appearance on on our list here yeah. wow in a He's completely different role it's a, a good decade different for the, role. yeah the cloon oh it's definitely like this was decade like, sure. <laughs> yeah this is definitely his like prime time of like hunky george clooney so oh yeah um yeah, but that's my my number four. Nice to get something a little different on the list. So there you yeah. go, one fine day. All right, uh, Rich, what's your number four? So I remember this movie really well, um, and I'm sure you guys will. And it's uh, Ransom with Mel Gibson. I don't remember that movie. You do not. I'm, no, I'm happy Rich is on this episode. Got some quality pictures. <laughs> Me too. He's throwing, he's throwing in some. Uh, yeah it's uh it's one of those nitty gritty uh movies with obviously mel gibson but it kind of reminds me of a uh obviously it's a 1996 movie so it's sort of like taken but like more nitty nitty gritty which i really yeah and for 1996 so well yeah um, it was coming out and it was one of his last big ones i would say yeah so for being the star uh, actor Sure. So yeah. Anyway, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie, and if you get a chance, uh, maybe you can rent that one from Blockbuster as well. Oh, we'll have to do that. We'll have to go back to the Blockbuster and <laughs> yes. post the movies that you suggested. Actually, yes. All right. So double uh, feature. There you go. Al <laughs> Kilmer and Mel Gibson be like we're back in the nineties. All right. My number four movie is one that's been mentioned already. Uh, one of my favorite comedies ever. It's Happy Gilmore. Uh, this movie hits, I think hits for Canadians a little different because he's a uh, hockey player turned golfer. And that's just awesome. I mean, he wears a Boston Bruins jersey the whole movie <laughs> and, and he makes vulgar jokes and uh, he can't skate very well, but he threatens a guy with a skate and all this stuff. Like, I don't know. I just think that's got more Canadian humor than any of his other movies for some reason. And endlessly played on TV. So uh, everyone I know my age, like, can quote that movie and knows exactly what you're saying when you when you say like you know eat pieces of shit for breakfast or yeah yeah the the, the countless uh yeah countless things for the movie so yeah that that's probably my favorite adam sandler movie so uh had to get a comedy on there so that's my that's my number four all right off to ian his number three pick 
Okay, well, this one's been making the headlines lately as we've been diving into 96 summer blockbusters. Uh, our number one of that summer, Independence Day, number three. And we've, we've sort of come around on this one singing its high praises, and I think rightfully so, because it uh, definitely dominated that summer mm-hmm. and uh, kind of solidified Will Smith as like an action superstar. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, it's a great one. Yeah. Must go day. faster, must go faster. Great movie. <laughs> All right, uh, Wife Power, your number three. Coincidentally, my number three is also Independence Day. Uh, yeah. Wow. Pretty much uh, same reasons. It was just, it was that big summer blockbuster of the year and just stuck with me. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really great movie and, and uh, we've watched it fairly recently um, and it's still, we watched it before the remake or the sequel um, yeah the sequel out, was meh, bad but yeah we talked about independence day a lot on our uh, 1996 uh, summer movie wager episode so you can hear us uh, with dave talk about the movie there but uh it's yeah nothing but good things to say about independence yeah day for sure. so that's one of those ones i've never made or made around to watching because i just had no oh, desire the, the sequel or yeah, yeah. yeah. resurgence or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah uh, all right uh yeah without will smith that movie just that franchise just doesn't work so <laughs> all right uh rich what's your number three um you know what i'm gonna throw something out there that uh you may or may not enjoy but i really liked <laughs> romeo and juliet i thought that was a really cool take on uh you know that whole situation <laughs> and I, i'm pretty sure we all uh went through that uh, shakespearean uh times in school and everything else and i know i was in a romeo and juliet play and uh to do to watch the way that they've redid this whole um thing in 1996 with you know leo leonardo dicaprio and uh some people that you wouldn't even realize that are in this film like uh claire danes from homeland and you're like yeah. what in this like you know what i mean like so so there's some pretty some star-studded people in this movie um, yeah i thought it was really cool i really liked it it was a very enjoyable uh okay, Rich, we want to know who did, you, who did you play drama. Who did you yeah, who play? did you play? Romeo and Juliet. We have to. Know. I was actually Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, you were Romeo. I was. Oh wow. Romeo. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, of course. That's sweet. Uh, yeah, I, that's remember Mercu- I remember Mercutio Yo, was. Yeah. Uh, he was the guy from. He also was in Oz, and he was in Lost. Tons of Anarchy. Lost. And Lost. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 He played in a lot of things. Yeah. He, he's still, so still acting. <laughs> I I despise Paul Rudd. He's oh, in Paul Rudd's in that movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy you put that on your list for a you know a pick that maybe none of all the rest of us have. But personally, I despise Shakespeare and hate that movie. But what, what <laughs> rest do you think about despise about Shakespeare? Despise Shakespeare. Oh. He it. has a hate for Shakespeare. It's weird. Uh, it was the English teachers forcing me to playing Macbeth in Macbeth. Yeah. yeah, it was just too many English teachers forcing me to read this bullcrap that doesn't make sense. <laughs> today's day and age like what language is this anyways i won't get into that <laughs> I, I hate i hate it but what did you guys ian ian and wife power what do you guys do you have any thoughts on the movie uh romeo and juliet i remember enjoying it thinking it was like a cool modern take on uh everyone pretty much even whether you like or hate shakespeare you you pretty much know the story of romeo and juliet it's a classic tale that's been told in many different ways um, you know, over over different mediums, but um, yeah, I, I thought it was a well done film. It's not my favorite Shakespeare story, but it it was done uh, done justice in that one. Cool. 
I'll actually say I'm 0 for 3 on Rich's movies. I don't think I've seen any of them. <laughs> well, that's good. We had them on for some variety. That's good. Yeah. I think Romeo and Juliet is one of those ones where you could watch without really uh, having being invested in the source material. Like You could just watch it as a, a modern fi- or a 90s film. Yeah, I've seen yeah. bits and pieces of it here and there, but I've never actually like sat down and watched it from start to finish. And I think maybe it's the same idea as you, Ian. Like, it's not my... F- favorite Shakespeare story um it's like I know it ends in tra- it's a love story that ends in tragedy so it's just like eh, I'd rather watch like something that ends a bit more more happy so maybe that's why I haven't had like the drive to watch it but yeah I I can see like the cinematography of it and stuff from like the bits and pieces I have seen so if it's a story that you like of his I, I could see it being a, a popular movie and and the words they use and everything else too. It's all that Shakespearean, like the words they use, right? It's not just normal talk, whatever else. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they use the the word from the original play. That's it's right. Like the original play. Cool. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But which mm-hmm. is why I hate it, but which is why other people might like it. Okay. So. But <laughs> it, what's cool about that though is they interpret it in a modern, more modern that's, fashion. That's right, so they're yeah. saying mm-hmm. like old school Shakespeare lines, but they're doing. Like things that kind of equate to that to today. Yeah, like they're saying uh, swords, but they're using they have guns. guns. Uh, right. Exactly, and they're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's that classic star-crossed lovers tale, you know, where like mm. two families are at like bitter rivals, and then of course those two hook up. Like it's kind of like sure. saga all over. <laughs> well, it is. It is that story, but I think he did invent that story. That's where all those other stories come from. Is that Romeo and Juliet story, right? So for that, Shakespeare does tell a good story. It's just. I don't like the old English stuff. You don't like being forced to. Uh, yes, I don't like being forced English. to read it for four years. That's my problem. All right, so I bite my uh, thumb at you, sir. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go on. I'll go to my number three, which uh, another movie that's been mentioned already is Scream. Scream, the yeah. horror movie for people who love horror movies. That's how I would describe it. And uh, yeah, it's great description. Classic. So uh, it's we talked about it. It's just like a perfect horror movie my opinion and uh, who's your favorite character in scream my favorite character in scream is probably matthew lillard i don't know I just think yes yeah. Yeah. I, love yeah. I love the like the those, like i love me some millard yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. right. it's, it's actually you know what <laughs> that movie that movie and that that's that that whole series um it's interesting because it really gave people something like outside of the movie like people wanted to be scream for halloween and like you know what i mean it's like one of those movies that kind of went on beyond mm-hmm. the movie which was mm-hmm. interesting and they even made like a farce of it too which was kind of cool scary movie yeah exactly like they so it, it actually started something really really cool um and you know again 1996 and it, it made a big stamp in a lot of people's lives so yeah um, yeah, has a lot of like cultural awareness, a lot of like staying Absolutely. power, like yeah. a big yes. impact. Yeah, definitely, yes, definitely. Huge. All right. Yeah, Ian, it's, so... it's funny you say scary movie because we when we did our '99 list, I believe that that movie was on that list somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not in the top fives, but as an honorable mention. I love that movie. Uh, scary the, movie. That was awesome. The uh, "Don't Be a Menace" South Central uh, comedy by the Wayans Brothers was uh, Sean Wayans' directorial debut. Or not Sean Wayne's director of the review, but the director of that movie directed Scary Movie. I don't know. All don't right. be a menace. It was a '96 film. That's where I was going with that. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, what a thunder! <laughs> yes, I love that movie. It's so good. 
All right, all right. Um, yeah, we're into the final two now of all this. So yeah. we're in the top, so, top, top tier, top, top tier, top two. All right, what's your number two? Yeah, these these top two, I think they could be interchangeable, but I, I think I have them where they are for a reason. Both of them are arguably at the time, like some of my favorite movies from my childhood. Uh, number two, The Rock. And we've talked about yes, it, summer yes. blockbusters, but really is just an action epic when you consider, I don't know, just... Even the side characters, like the this, it's a star-studded cast or like a cast of memorable character actors. Uh, the villain played by Ed Harris. Then you've got the epic team up with Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage. Uh, just there's lots to love about. It. Even Michael Bean is in there as a Marine. So I mean, there's lots to love about it. Um, just classic action, '96 oh, yeah. action film. Yeah, and it's it great. Ed, Ed Harris is a great bad guy. He just like, oh yeah, he just plays a, a super well. And a military bad guy too at that. It's just like he just plays that part perfectly. And well, and yeah, he's believable. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, no, Continue. yeah, that's all I was. I was going to yeah. echo the same thing. He's believable. It's it's not that he's not a mustache twirling villain. Like he's definitely a villain, but it's kind of like the Thanos thing. Like you understand his motivation. That's they right. actually they yes. actually write him well into the story, yes. and you understand why he's doing what he's doing. And uh, and then you know you you got his his goons or his cronies that are, are there for just sure malicious reasons. But like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're fodder. Uh, that's all the rock. Someone's got to get, yeah. Someone's yeah. Gotta get fodder. Yeah. I love the rocket man scene where Nicholas sure. Cage sends him flying. Yes. You're the rocket man. You know? <laughs> uh, and then the ep- epic Hans Zimmer score, make it yes. just an all around wonderful movie. <laughs> good choice. And, uh, you know, it's a good movie when it's directed by Michael Bay, but still makes the criterion collection. So, <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely Michael Bay's best film. Yes, for sure. By far. Okay, okay, White Power. What is your number two movie for 1996? All right. So similar to Ian, my number one and number two are are pretty interchangeable for me. Probably depends on my mood. Um, but my number two, I've listed Happy Gilmore. Nice. So this was one of my favorite comedy movies growing up. But it still is. It just cracks me up. Um, it's my favorite Adam Sandler movie, like hands down, no competition. Um, but yeah, it just, I think maybe my, my brother was, uh, a big, like a rep hockey player growing up. So we were a big hockey family. So I think maybe that's where the love of the movie stemmed from was like a lot of the hockey humor in there. Um, and actually just like a random fact, but at, at some point in, my brother's adulthood he actually bought the happy gilmore putter the hockey stick yes. <laughs> putter. That's yeah. Classic. yeah 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 everyone wanted that after seeing that movie every kid every wanted that putter for sure yeah. Oh, yeah so he got to the age where he was old enough to buy it for himself and he did it <laughs> yeah i love that um but yeah, it was a it was a classic in our household, and and the whole family loved it. So and always was, on TV, right? Just always on TV. Yeah, it was always on TBS. Like yeah. you pretty much could watch it. I think we owned it too, but for what point? I don't really know. You could just <laughs> <laughs> it was always on. You could hear the swear words. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and it's like, that one though where you're like you're flipping and then you flip on you land on that and then that's it. You're just watching that. Like, you know I, I, mean? I, I know that movie so well. I've seen it on TV so many times. I know the the things that they put in to 
to dub the swear words. Like instead of pieces of shit, it's pieces of scum. It's like, oh, yeah, of scum. Yeah. like and instead of the price is wrong, bitch, it's the price is wrong, Bobby. And it like comes in like Bobby. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I remember that too. <laughs> it's funny you say that, Mike, because it's, I feel the same way about The Rock because I've seen it so many times on TV yes. that like it's like you know. Um, you know, you just toasted your Ferrari, like instead of yeah, like, yeah, using yeah, the F bomb, yeah. like, it's like, like, and they, they they use bizarre terms sometimes on those edits, like oh, Mr. Yeah. Falcon, and it's like, wait, was there someone named Mr. Falcon? Trying to replace, trying to make the lips match like something. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. All right. Was this a just like a side note? Was this a '90s thing? Because they don't no. really do that anymore. The Superstation like, used to do it all the time. The they 2000s. don't like dub in words they just like bleep them out on tv but it's like it must you guys be are right yeah. back yeah. in the day Definitely they used to like sub in words yes. it was a yeah. stuck out what kind so of messed up tour is this you couldn't, you couldn't watch a uh like a chris rock show like a movie or anything like that because of it would just be sometimes TV. they would just cut sections of the movie yeah or like die, watching yeah. die hard like it just it wouldn't be possible like a superstation yeah. not possible no this is terrible. <laughs> uh, all right, Rich, what is your uh, number two movie? Uh, so there was a couple in there that we had discussed already, and I kind of skipped over because I'm like, ah, let's talk about something else for a bit. So um, one of the movies actually that I've really watched quite a bit as a kid uh, was Biodome. Our dream is finally at hand. What kind of mall is this? Get out of here! The doors are sealed for one year. We're stuck here. That's right. 12 months? Yes. 52 weeks? Yes. 385 days? Wow. No. The whole world is watching. I don't know if you guys ever remember that movie. Uh, yeah. It had Pauly Shore and Stephen Baldwin in it. And uh, I'm just looking at the, the roster here. And you got Ro- Rose McGowan and Kylie Minogue in there. So, but yeah. anyway, it was such, yeah, it was, it was such a like funny, like stupid movie. But as a kid, like, me and my buddy just watched it all the time. Like he had it, and we just every, we just watched Biodome. Same. Like I would watch. Like I would. It never stuck out to me like that. It's like now I would think it was a good movie, but it is a movie I watched as a kid and laughed. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So. And that was a blockbuster rental for me too, because I remember renting it just because I solely on the premise. Like they got me. I'm like a biodome. Like that sounds sick. Like you just get yeah. trapped inside a biodome. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. So anyway, all right. I'm on my number two. So my number two movie. Uh, surprise! This hasn't been mentioned yet, actually. But uh, my number two is Twister. So Twister, the movie about tornadoes. Uh, oh yeah. Tornado storm chasers, and we just rewatched it the other day. Great disaster movie. Still, still holds Hunt, up, man. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Bill Paxton's yeah, great. Bill Paxton crushed it. Helen Hunt, Hunt crushed it. We were laughing because his name is Bill in the movie. Uh, oh yeah, Phil- I love that. I love that when they use their. <laughs> yeah. same name. Philip Seymour Hoffman is the standout of that movie. I just love the, his like energy in that movie as like the dude in the van and like yes. he's just the comic relief, but he's just he crushes it and uh, yeah that movie. And who plays Helen Hunt's love interest in that one? Like the, at the beginning, like the one that she's currently with? No, it's no Bill one. Paxton. That's 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 gonna get, that is about to get remarried. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But like, but the, she has a boyfriend or something. No, no. he has no? a fiance. Yeah, it's like oh, he, the, right, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah he brings he has uh, a fiance yeah. that he brings storm chasing. Yeah, it's been like, a minute since I've seen that. <laughs> I just remember the flying cow. 
yes, yes. the flying cows i remember ian we watched this movie at the drive-in and there's a scene yeah. in, in the oh, yeah. movie where a drive-in gets ripped up by a tornado and it's so funny watching that while you're in a drive-in oh and, great. uh, the greatest part about the movie that i realized watching it like two nights ago was like it they they, ch- they chase like five or six tornadoes to try to get their dorothy machine like in them and uh it all happens in like one day it's like 24 hours and there's like <laughs> six tornadoes and like within driving distance of them it's just so 90s but like it didn't even matter right like it, it doesn't even matter it's just it's just about getting you like that action and that like disaster but like in that area of the world it must have just been destroyed <laughs> but uh they kind of explained in the beginning with a little like Anchorman being like, this is the worst storm America's ever seen. There's going to be multiple tornadoes, right? right. It's like six massive tornadoes in the span of the day. It's pretty awesome. And they, they managed to get to every single one. But anyways, it's, it's a really a little envious. It sounds like you guys have been watching a bunch of these 96 we have, yeah. Yeah. which is I definitely want to dive back into some of these. For sure. Because so that almost made my cut. Twister was my number six. Oh, it's going to be cut. All right. Well, now we're right. on to our number ones, right? So this All right. is the, the big boys here. The well, if you, if you weren't able to tell from our conversation till now, uh, my first one, well, actually, like I said, my, first, my top two are both some of my favorite films from my childhood, but this one takes number one because of the sort of the, the genre defining uh, or the, the, the passion that I have for the genre because of this movie, and that's the screen. Um, it really, even though I do like some of the classic horror films like The Shining and whatnot, I wasn't really big into horror until Scream came along and then that became like the standard. And even though it's, it's a little bit meta, like it's not like, I feel like a movie like Halloween is like steeped in like supernatural or, you know, there's a horror aura around it. This is kind of like removed from that and kind of poking fun at all that. But mm-hmm. that's kind of what I love about it. And I love the what uh, Wife Hauer mentioned about sort of Randy kind of establishing the ground rules and like the things that you always expect to see in those horror films and then kind of becoming victim to that himself. And even like little flaws, like imperfections. I've seen it so many times that I actually get a kick out of them. Like when, uh, when Randy does bite it, spoiler, um, actually not when he bites it, almost bites it. Remember when he's sitting on the couch? Yeah, they're like behind and, you, behind uh, you. And there's yeah. the video, and it's funny because the I love when you see this in movies, especially '90s films. The video that you see him watching is different from the footage that we saw before, so it's like a completely different like flashback to that moment. Like it's a completely different cut. <laughs> it's just hilarious. But uh, yeah, Scream was great, and I think the first one's always gonna be my favorite. But I, I do kind of get a kick out of the entire franchise. I don't know how I feel about the reboot that's coming, but uh, right, there's a reboot coming. Actually, Wife Bauer yeah. had a like a, I don't know, you know, sort of like a plot hole nitpick thing. We were watching it last night. I wonder if this is one that you had, about the girl in the uh, Rose McGowan. Oh, still in the garage. Many theories. Wondering many theories. how how no one noticed that. You know? Yeah, how did no it's one like, go into the garage for more beer for like um, hours or so, <laughs> so the front I, of the house? <laughs> I can try and explain it. It's still probably a little plot holey. But I think that the one that took her down was her own boyfriend, just like Billy was trying to take out. Uh, so, so, so Matthew Lillard's character, and it was his house. Mm. So maybe not too many people going into his garage because right. he was the one going. But I agree with you. It's kind of plot holy. And then there's another funny thing about that one. one of, most of the deaths are like ghost face with a knife. Um, there's one where just randomly the principal gets it in the school. And I honestly think that that's not one of the two. I think it's a third. 
like a copy. Oh, right. I never thought about that. Yeah, because it's done with. It sounds like it's done with. It seems like it's done with scissors or something. But they're like at the party when it happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, random. Oh, that's never answered, is it? I also forgot that the principal was um, the Fonz. Yes, Henry Winkler. Mm. And 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 we mentioned scary movie, but one of the things I love about scary movie was that. My theory from the first one all throughout the series was thinking that eventually Dewey was going to be involved and that maybe <laughs> he was an original killer. Yeah. And they yeah. made him so like like funny in that in Scary Movie, but That's then right. it turned out to be him in the end. Yeah. So scary like, Movie like ruined, ruined yes. that character for me. When we were sure. watching Scream oh, yeah. last Big night, time. all I could think of was Doofy was Dewey. and the like... Doofy and, and, and the, the like, vacuum? Yeah, the cleaning Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all I can think of when I see that character. Anyways, all right, uh, that's that's a lot of a scream, but that's a worthy worthy movie at your number one. All right, so yes. White Power, what is your number one? Uh, so Ben mentioned, uh, but my number one is Twister. Um, I was I really liked that movie. Um, I was kind of into those like disaster movies when I was a little bit younger. I think I liked the like the realism of it, but then at the same time, like the sci, the sci-fi nature. Um, yeah, the movie still holds up. Like it still had me, even though I've seen it so many times when we, when we rewatched it recently, I was still at the edge of my seat. Um, and Ian, I, I definitely would say if you're going to rewatch some of the 1996 movies, I'd probably start there. Okay. It, it, uh, there's one really terrible CGI moment at the very, very <laughs> beginning of the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of watching it and you're like, were the graphics that bad? It's like you're a like, scene from, why? <laughs> from space. And you're just like, were the graphics that bad in 1996? But other than that, the the movie, like the special effects on the movie really hold up. But yeah. um, you know what's funny about that movie? If someone I'm try and watch that. Yeah, try to watch for sure. If someone would ask me like, two days ago, who directed Twister? I would have 100% said Roland uh, Emmerich. But then watching it, it wasn't a Roland Emmerich movie at all. It was uh, it was Jan DeBont. Hmm. So like, I, I, it just blew my mind that in my whole uh, life, I just assumed it was Roland Emmerich because he's so famous for disaster movies. And that's like, Twister is like the disaster movie that just stands out to me the most. Anyways, that's a sort of- Did a he tangent. do one of either Volcano or Dante's Peak? He probably did one of those, right? Yeah, I probably. Yeah, I know he did like Roland Emmerich did like um, Godzilla, right? Like uh, the day after tomorrow, like movies like that. And oh, okay, I think he did like 2020, 2012 or twenty twenty one. So it sounds um, like this maybe predated his his boom mm-hmm. into Hollywood. Yeah, he did Independ- Independence Day. So oh, he did. Well, okay, the, same year. So there the, you go. The Blowing second- up. Uh, no, the new the Independence Day. Way. Sorry. The, oh, he did Resurgence. Yeah, he was at least involved in that movie. But yeah, so he he's just known for like disaster movies. And I thought that was the one, but it's not. So just anyways. Wow, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Good. So Rich, onto you are uh, number one. Yeah. So I'm gonna break the mold a little bit here and then skip <laughs> ahead to 1998. Um, I, I, I'm not sure <laughs> if we're gonna do 1998 at all at any time soon, but. <laughs> It reminded, I can't wait to do 1998. Listen, 1998, 1998 reminds me of 1996, uh, to be honest. They're very similar in times. I don't think too much changed. But anyway, um, the movie that I really liked watching, and I think my older sister 
I watched it because of her, uh, was SLC Punk. And it was a kind of a kind of sort of cult classic. It was not a big box like box office hit kind of thing, but it had Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard in it, um, Devin Sawa, Jason Siegel. And it was just about like these two guys in Salt Lake City during like the punk area. And it was just such a really, really like it was kind of funny in a way, but it was also really deep. Like they had this one guy who never did drugs. And then all of a sudden, like at one point he died at some like from something else or he had tried drugs once and he died. I really forget. But to be honest, like if you want to order this from Blockbuster, go ahead. I would <laughs> really recommend it. Um, it. I don't I think it's timeless, to be honest. It's timeless. So it counts in your I best. Really it it does, yeah. I'll check right. it out. I'm convinced sure. that you, someone in your family had a hand in making that and you got to see it in 96. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. listen, IMDb rates it a 7.4 out of 10, so pretty good. This is why we bring Rich on, because he's just so unpredictable. He just yeah, he's so, our wild card. Throw a, throw a 1998 movie wild in our 1996 yeah. uh, rankings. You know, right. keeping it. So I'll tell you, of all the films in my top 10, like there are only two that didn't get mentioned in this episode, and one of them I'm surprised did not get mentioned. I'm pretty sure didn't get mentioned. I still have one movie left, so maybe oh, it will get mentioned. Yeah. Maybe it is. I, probably won't, I almost spoiled your number one. Yeah, I probably won't, though. But I will say Roland, <laughs> em- Roland Emmerich did do Independence Day, so I just maybe mixed him up. So he is known for disaster movies, and he did do Independence Day. Uh, but I always thought he did Twister. So anyways, my number one movie, on my number one, is uh, it hasn't mentioned. This is why I said this is why I said it's probably still, years are still relevant. But uh, my number one movie is 12 Monkeys. Not productive anymore, at least to make things anymore. It's all automated. What are we for then? We're consumers, Jim. Ah, okay, okay, buy a lot of stuff. You're a good citizen. But if you don't buy a lot of stuff, if you don't, what are you then, I ask you? What? Mentally ill. Back, Jim, back. If you don't buy things, toilet paper, new cars, computerized blenders, electrically operated sexual devices, serial systems with brain-implanted headphones, screwdrivers, miniature-built-in radar devices, voice-activated computers. Take it easy, Jeffrey. Be calm. Yes. Yes. My favorite movie of 1996. It's so messed up. And... There's For a all reason those lovers of amniotic sacks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess I'm one of them. All, all those sacks. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know until today, but I guess that's what it does it for me in movies. Um, so the reason why it's me so much is because obviously huge science fiction movie fan, like my favorite movies of all time are like the star Wars blade runners of the world. But in 96, like I hadn't seen blade runner at that time and actually good sci-fi uh, was a lot more rare rare back, yeah, hard to back come in the by, 90s for sure. so for me 12 monkeys is like one of the first science fiction movies i probably would have seen that had like an adult edge to it you know i'd seen star wars at the time probably seen some of the aliens movies but other than that probably 12 monkeys and i just like i just loved it i thought it was awesome uh i know you know, we watched it together i love the i love how it mixes in um time travel yeah it's a yes. good time travel movie I love that. yeah good time yeah. travel movie is done well and it's like that it's like a what's the word like a paradox or like a yeah uh, yeah like a paradox kind of movie like it leaves you thinking so much at the end like that's right determinism and, and do we have choice yeah. do we have free wills everything just yeah, it's a it's a good uh, pairing with our Loki series yeah a good pairing with Loki series uh, right and it's you can watch it over and over get different things out of it I don't know it's a super cool movie Bruce Willis Brad Pitt from what I can recall they leave it open to interpretation it's not like a closed like it, yes. it's 
something that you can kind of speculate right like yeah exactly like blade runner in that way like yeah it just generates like endless conversation which is like something that geeks love and those are the best type of films where they're not like force feeding you like has to be this way um you can kind of just figure it out for yourself which is nice i love that yeah it's a good movie i would recommend anyone go back and uh, watch it so i think it's one of my favorites from brad pitt for sure yeah they made a show on that as well right i know i wanted to get around to watch it but i never did but there is a show a 12 monkeys tv show that's like out now i saw some of it yeah i I gotta check it out so before we go to honorable mentions and any movies that we may have missed i will i'll just reveal uh dave's list Right. So Dave had at number five from Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, so nice. me and Dave both at number five. Good choice. Uh, number four was Twister. I <laughs> yes. mentioned that one. Uh, number three, a movie that hasn't been, hasn't been uh, mentioned yet. That's Chain Reaction. Nice. Oh. You, I don't know what that movie is. Do you guys? I Well, that? I thought it was going to be in the summer movie Wager for sure. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even close. So I, it's, I, I don't really remember it. I know I've seen it, but yeah. All right. I don't even know what it's about, who's in it, but it's like, a, it's a can... sci-fi. It's kind of like a, yeah. Sci-fi deals with like some weird concepts for sure. I, can't I think <laughs> Dave can maybe jump in the episode here when he's edited. Oh yeah. Fill it you in. Know, fill it in and defend himself on this movie that none of us have heard of. Why <laughs> it just reminds three. me of a rap verse, bro. Rappers. <laughs> that's what I call a motherfucking chain reaction. You know that song? <laughs> Whoa, I feel like we need to watch this. It's Keanu Reeves yeah, Keanu. and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Yeah, you do, guys. You do need to watch it. Classic, classic Keanu Reeves, especially with how much he's kicking ass nowadays. Chain Reaction is awesome. Although, I will add a little edit. I, I kind of wish I put 12 Monkeys on my top five. Just saying. Maybe it would pl- replace Chain Reaction. Maybe. If it's not number five, it's definitely number six. Okay, back to the episode. Oh. In a sci-fi. Okay, well, yeah, maybe it's, I'm sold. Dave's number two is something that we haven't mentioned before, but it's a classic in all our childhoods. That's Space Jam. Yes. Yeah. Space Jam reboot Far just came out. Far superior to its uh, current 25 years later <laughs> new legacy. I haven't even seen the new one, but I, I can already tell that it's that this old one is superior. Yeah. Um, and then Dave's well, it one. didn't. It, it did the thing that we hate, and it. Even though they titled it A New Legacy, it has nothing to do with the original. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so what is that title? It's a meta title. It means nothing. Yeah. yeah. Just means Looney Tunes with a basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Money uh, grab. LeBron's money grab. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Dave's number one. Surprise, this movie has not been mentioned yet. I'm glad that we got Dave's list in here because uh, this is just a classic movie, Mission Impossible. Phew. Dave's number one. Phew. So there you go. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I was worried it wasn't going to get mentioned. That's why I was about to jump in with it. Oh, so you were about to mature. mention that one. Okay. There yeah, because that was my number seven and then Eraser. You've been erased. Was oh. eight, didn't get mentioned. Mm. Um, so yeah. Any more honorable mentions from uh, the rest of us? Wife Power, Rich? I had Mission Impossible on my honorable mentions. Um, I think... They were never my favorite movies. I've only seen like each movie one or two times, but I have consistently seen all of them. So that's kind of why I felt it's not, it wouldn't be like my go-to to sit down and like rewatch, but I, I had to give some respect to the series because I have a return to watch every single one. Um, yeah. But then the other honorable mention which is just a whole, like a hilarious honorable mention for me is the movie Swingers. Oh yeah, um, so good. 
my brother's nine years older than me. So this movie came out in like his prime. Um, he must have been in his 20s at the time, but he pretty much thought this movie was him and his friends. Uh, and they would they would talk just like the two guys. They, yeah. they thought it was... Um, because you're buying so many, he doesn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. So that one's just wanted to throw that right. one out there. It's got some uh, nostalgia yeah, for me. Yeah, definitely. People, people know, people have fond yeah. memories of that movie. Um, Love all that right, movie. any from you, Rich? Before we close off. Yeah, um, I, you, you sort of mentioned it uh, briefly. Uh, is "Don't Be a Menace," and that movie was fucking hilarious yeah and i know they have done even um was it the offspring they've done a video that was sort of like that uh with you know that kind of atmosphere and the the big guy rolling around on the bike and uh stealing shit so anyway uh that movie was just it was the funniest movie that i've seen uh as a young person in that time um and if you haven't seen don't be a menace please watch it and you'll understand why and i think it's one of those movies too where it doesn't really age like you kind well, of well the best thing about these wayans like comedy films is like don't be a menace okay boys in the hood's a classic and then now they have a really great spoof on that classic that's kind of like pays homage to it at the same time and then they do the same thing scary movie with scream that kind that's of right. thing so yes so yeah, it's just yeah the wins the wins were all over '96 because they That's had right. um, they had Don't Be Menace, uh, also Bulletproof and Celtic Pride. Oh, wow, three movies in one year! Wow, yeah. and all like movies I watched a lot because they were hilarious. Those guys, yeah, we grew up with their comedy. Um, yeah. I will mention as one honorable mention. So I did do like my top ten, and I narrowed it down to five. Uh, the only one on my top ten that we didn't talk about today was Fargo. Yeah, and I was going to say it's on the cusp of my top. So, so that's an honorable mention. That's classic, yeah. uh, uh, classic Coen Brothers movie, probably their best one. And um, all right, so so we'll wrap up here. But before we go, I will say uh, I will and uh, crown a movie as the back in my day best yeah. of '96. And I think judging by all of our lists, uh, this movie appears three times, and it appears quite high on all of our, in three of the three lists, and that's Scream. Because it was Woo! Mina's two, uh, Ian's one, and my three. So I think Scream uh, takes the cake as the <laughs> back in my day best yes. movie of 1996. I think that's a fitting, fitting movie yes, for, for that I title. Agree. Great movie. I'd just and, like to uh, say it, it was my number five. It was number five. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll gift wrap you another bonus with if you need a Christmas film, Jingle All the Way. Oh, yeah. That was 96. Yep. Turbo time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Before yeah, that movie, we only jingled like... half the way, right? Before that movie, now we yeah, jingle, jingle all the way. way. I'll jingle all the way. But uh, no, but am I the only one who, lo- who loved the Frighteners or was digging the Frighteners? I love the Frighteners. I, yeah, I just so thought we were, we were talking about the movies that we've talked about previously. Ah, no, I love I would have had versions. all those movies. I would have The Rock, The Frighteners, all those other movies. And we were talking about those. So I picked new ones. Yeah, true. You went off the board. I respect that because it got oh, some yeah, more. You have to. Got some more movies in the conversation, right? For so sure. Frighteners. Yeah, Mina and I actually just watched that. Also, uh, yeah, for, in prep for the and, first uh, time ever. First time I've ever seen it. And what I'll say about the Frighteners is, it's a Michael J. Fox like John Constantine movie. That's all I yes. kept thinking. Yeah, like yeah. The DC and character. Right. Like, yes. And even though it's far inferior to our favorite movie, Ghostbusters, it is a Ghostbusters aesthetic for sure. Yeah, and, and a little Ghostbusters. I definitely thought Ghostbusters 
that when I was watching it. So yeah, it kind of had Ghostbusters vibes like at the start, and then it it does kind of turn more into like a Constantine like death fighting. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I love about it. Like it starts kind of fluffy, and then it gets really dark towards dark. the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. like super dark with the the hospital scene when they kind of go back and see what they do it's like holy shit like that's yeah that was like pretty scary back in the day right it was zemeckis right and then uh peter jackson produced it peter jackson i think wrote and directed it one as one of his Mm -hmm. first films so he had that tiny little cameo in it where michael j fox is running through the street and he bumps into a and we were like, wait, that's Peter Jackson. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love that too. I love this one. It's yeah, those, sweet. Those, those uh, kind of Cameos, Kevin Smith esque. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, all right, guys. So, thanks for joining me on this, uh, like I said, hostless episode. But uh, I think we gave Dave something to work with here. So, good luck, Dave, in the editing process. We might get an appearance <laughs> from our gracious host. And uh, yeah, he said he might get in here and uh, you know say a few words and mix it up. You know, I think he needs to defend his some of his choices here, like. Like, you know, we all love Space Jam, but number two of the year, like, come on, Dave, that's a bit, that's a bit high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it was like when we did 99 films and I had uh, Phantom Menace as number two. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you definitely had to defend yourself for that. <laughs> all right. All right. So thanks, guys. Um, all right. So the podcast is called Back in My Day. Uh, you can find it on basically any uh, podcast app you choose and follow us, follow us on social media at day back in and that's across like all social media platforms so uh, thanks for listening uh get vaccinated and have a good day how dare you besmirch the name of Looney Tunes and Space Jam and MJ. That movie is the best. So, so good. I absolutely love Space Jam. I'm throwing this in at the end in case anyone made it to the very end just to let everyone know that Space Jam is number two of 96. I will accept the Scream as number one. I do really love Scream, especially that first one. Uh, So great choice there, guys. And uh, thanks everyone for watching. Mike, thanks for taking the host chair. And thanks uh, to Wife Power, Rich, and Ian for being there as well. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And as Mike said, check us out on social media. And if you haven't seen it, if you haven't enjoyed it, if you haven't shown your kids, your younger nephews and nieces, whatever it might be, show them Space Jam. 96, baby. We made it. I'm the crime, baby. <laughs> doesn't rhyme. With, 99 is better. No, that's man, why, it definitely rhymes better than 99. That's why he chose 99. Exactly why he chose 99. He was waiting for that. He was like, this is 96, yeah. but like, I'm going to wait till 99. We're three years for this movie. So yeah, that's right. Makes sense. <laughs> 99, baby. 99, on baby. Grind, we baby. on the grind, baby. All the time, baby. All the time, baby. All right, guys. All right. Have a good night. All right. Uh, I feel like Dave's going to use that. (laughs) All the time, baby.